Welcome to the IH Podcast, where we profile fellows of the Institute for the Arts and Humanities here at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I'm Philip Hollingsworth, Coordinator for Faculty Programs. In this episode, Communication Specialist Melissa Clay speaks with Terry Rhodes, Senior Associate Dean for the Fine Arts and Humanities. In their conversation, Dr. Rhodes talks about her experience as a fellow here at the Institute, as well as her experiences that led to her career as a music professor. I want to start by asking you about your journey as an artist. Thank you, Melissa. It's my pleasure to be here, too. Before I even get to that question, may I just say here at the beginning how much this Institute of the Arts and Humanities means to me. I'm working with you all now in my role as Senior Associate Dean of Fine Arts and Humanities, but I've been a fellow here for three different times. And through the years, I've just gotten to know uh, even more about it and the people who are affiliated with Institute, the faculty, the donors, the alumni. It has just given me so much. So I'm just delighted to be one of your guests today. Thank you. And my journey really started as an artist. So I'm a music faculty member here, for those of you who may not know. And I've been here almost 30 years on this faculty and um, uh, came as a singer and the director of the opera program and did a lot of music in opera and avant-garde music. Then I became chair of the department and then moved in more into leadership roles. And as I said, now I'm serving with Dean Guskowitz on his leadership team to work with departments in fine arts and humanities and also institutes and centers that fall under the fine arts and humanities label. And it's really interesting because my work as a leader in the arts and humanities really flows from my having been an artist. And by that Mm -hmm. I mean as a singer from the very beginning I was collaborating. I was collaborating yes. with a with a pianist, with a chamber group, with uh, a cast to put on a musical or to put on an opera. And I really think that is so key to being a good leader is to really be able to work with people well, collaborate with them, and also the other aspect is to be a good listener. And that as a singer, as a musician, that's from the very beginning a quality that is a necessity to listen carefully and really take it in and think of how you're responding to it. So that's something that's kind of been in my DNA all along. And I do think those qualities have helped me in terms of my work as chair of the music department and now as senior associate dean. What drew you to singing in the first place? I have a very musical family. My father, who's, who's been deceased almost 30 years now, was an amateur musician. He was a tenor in our church choir, and he played a mean guitar. He, he was a wonderful guitarist. <laughs> and all of his family, it was a family of 11 children who grew up in the Appalachian Mountains in Arden, outside of Asheville, during the Depression. And they were, it was a poor family. And the way they really came together was to make music. And every single person in that family plays an instrument, sings together. So whenever we get together for family reunions, it's still the same, even though there aren't too many of his siblings, only two left of the 11. Um, 
we sing together and range from, you know, all kinds of music, but we sing in harmony. And I even have to tell you this story. We have a, I have an aunt who um, ended up getting Alzheimer's, but it was interesting whenever I would see her and she died at the age of, in her mid eighties, she remembered all the hymns and all the words and every part that wow. she had ever sung. And so that struck me. But as, as you said, this is, this is just part of my family and who mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. You mentioned being a faculty fellow. Tell me about that experience. My first time as a faculty fellow here at the Institute was in 2001 at the West House, a wonderfully quaint, cozy You've all heard about it, whether you've seen it or not. And um, But I have to tell you, our first meeting came on September 11th, 2001, oh. was our first faculty fellow meeting. And So what when, happened? Yeah, well, we were, as you can imagine, we were stunned. We did all meet together, and we talked about that. And really, that was, as you can imagine, for the entire semester, an overriding theme, and everything that we seemed to talk about, that was a part of our discussion, really, with any of our work, at whatever we were doing, it's, you know, that was always a thread throughout that semester, but I value those group of friends and colleagues because it was a very supportive group of people, and we could share so much with each other, so it wasn't just about our scholastic and creative interests that semester, it was really drawing it into what was happening in the world. And then when I became chair of the music department, I was a part of this terrific chairs leadership program that we have, which is a a group that meets together of chairs in the College of Arts and Sciences, and we provide each other support and encouragement and advice and wisdom, and that was a great time. And then my third time as a fellow here was in the academic leadership program, and that too was just, and they all gave, all had different resources and different rationale for being, and they all helped me in very different ways, but in very important ways. So as I said earlier, you can see why I feel I owe such a debt of gratitude to the Institute, and I'm so honored to be someone who, whose role it is to advocate for this place and these people and this very important resource on our campus. What would you say is the most important leadership lesson that you've learned, especially as an artist, through either being a leader or through leadership training you've received from the IH or elsewhere? Hmm, I don't know about the most important because there are a number. When I keep coming back to is really, when it goes back to the listening aspect, of really trying to keep others' perspectives in my mind as I make decisions. And I'm, you know, (laughs) some of my (laughs) colleagues may scoff at that. Does she really? I mean, I try. (laughs) I really try for a sense of fairness and just to really educate myself and to think about, well, what's the other way of looking at this question? And, you know, I, I realize that I don't have all the answers and that that I'm wrong sometimes and can be moved to a different point of view and a way of thinking that makes more sense. And I also, so I, I've learned a lot from listening to my colleagues and and to thinking about others' perspectives. That may be the, one of the most important things. That's Something great. else may come into my mind, but yeah. No, that's, that's wonderful. A lot of times people think of leaders as being out in front, but every time I ask a leader about the lessons or things mm-hmm. that they want to improve or 
things that they think about, it's always more in line with service than Well, anything. I have really thought of myself in that servant leadership model. To me, that just makes more sense. I'll tell you, when I first joined this faculty, I had never had the intent of necessarily, you know, working in these realms of chairship and deanship. And it became clearer to me through programs like what I was mentioning here at the IAH of the of the abilities that I had and could use together with partners. That's the key. I have always in these roles had great partners and champions and we work on issues together. And that has been that's the other key piece that you don't do it alone. You figure out those with whom you can work and really doesn't mean you're all, you know, lockstep together. It's you're still but just you figure out that group of people whom you can really work with to move an idea forward and to progress things. We ask this of many people that we interview, and I have to ask you, what is a book or work of art or song that changed your life? Well, thanks for that question. It goes back to my family, and we had a stereo there in the living room, and I so remember this Robert Shaw, he was a conductor with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra for many, many years, the recording of Messiah, Handel's Messiah, which I started listening to, you know, as a girl. And I'm, and my, I mentioned that my dad was a tenor in the church choir, and our church did Messiah every Christmas. And I knew soprano parts, alto parts of all the choruses, loved the solos, <laughs> learned the soprano and alto solos, the whole, the whole, every section of it, and really had it memorized. I, I'm not sure I could do that now, but um, that was very important to me. That music and the brilliance of that chorale writing and, and the beauty of the orchestra and the beauty of that particular piece. And I'm going to add one other one because I'm a singer and a pianist. Okay. Van Cliburn was an important influence in my life, the pianist Van Cliburn. And I just loved, again, these are, you know, those big old records that you play on your stereo, but... I had almost every recording that Van Cliburn ever put out, and especially his Chopin and Rachmaninoff pieces, and I played a lot of them, and in fact met him at one point. He came to the Reynolds Coliseum. We used to have Friends of the College concerts in Raleigh mm-hmm. when I was growing up, and um, actually my uncle had worked for him in L.A., and so when he was here, I don't, I think I was in seventh, eighth grade, so whatever year that was, he, um, I met him, I went to the concert, he came to our house afterwards. I even got to play what? for him. So it was he, but I was, he had influenced me before that time. Mm-hmm. And even now, I love to play his, his recordings. What was he like? He was, he's very tall and lanky with the longest fingers you can imagine. <laughs> he was the sweetest man. And he was so encouraging and kind and this is after a concert that had just given you know and for him to do that was really going I think above and beyond the call of duty but he really was as I I kind of shudder to think how I played at that point in time for him but he was very encouraging and very sweet dear man and I followed you know him through the years and he, he meant a lot to me and influenced me great a great deal. As an artist and a leader, what is your idea of rest? How do you take time out? <laughs> I do. I found that it's pretty important mm-hmm. to have those moments of repose and thought. And I'm someone who loves to be with people. I really do. But I'm also someone who, on a daily basis, really needs to find some alone time to think, to regroup, 
to just have a time of solace and repose. And, and for me, it might be, obviously listening to music can be that for me, but that also can also not necessarily be a time of rest. It's like my mind's too active and I'm, it might be, I love to read. I don't know if that's also when I'm, you know, thinking about love novels. And in fact, I think of these wonderful writers we have on our creative writing faculty and beyond, but I really enjoy novels and poetry. I like to walk and I don't take my phone with me everywhere. When I take a walk in the morning, so important. I, you know, I've actually had friends say, you need to have that phone with you if there's an emergency or something. But I'll tell you, I like to just listen to the birds and look around me and not be following the lead of that phone. So I think getting away from the phone and getting away from the computer and getting away, you know, I like to cook. I like to have a good meal with friends. But I do, that alone time is very important to me. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to talk with us and uh, let us learn a little bit about you. Thank you, Melissa. It was a pleasure. Check back at ieh.unc.edu for the latest news on our fellows and upcoming events at Hyde Hall. You can find all our episodes of the podcast on our website as well as iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at IH underscore UNC.